but tell me another miracle. Since you're a part time and I'm the person, tell them God did it. And it wasn't what the doctor said. See, what happened in that situation is it was what the doctor said. But Dr. Jesus came behind that report with another report. Amen. See, too many times God is not giving you his proper glory. Too many times we want to say, well, maybe it wasn't that or it was just happenstance. God says it was just what the doctor said. That's how baby, we're trying to get his attention a little more. Amen. So we got to call a thing what it is. Some things God seeing to shake us up. Some things God seeing to wake us up. And I just pray that take that for his people. Not, not the ones in here today. Not the ones under the sound of my voice. I, I pray that it don't take something tragic or some kind of sickness or some kind of disease to make us see God. And, and God said just, just keep serving me. He said, just keep serving me, but he said, I don't want no any kind of praise. I don't want no systematic praise. He said, tell Tree of Life, y'all, the doors ain't even open every Sunday. He said, I'm, I'm doing it in a way so you won't become systematic. You won't look like everybody else. And then when you come to the house, you're still tired. You, you still acting defeated. You ain't had long enough to rest. You got to look different. We got to give him more. And that's what I want to do. I'm striving God to give God my best. I'm intentional this morning. I'm intentional to get you on my makeup. I didn't have nothing to twist my hair. I didn't want to be cute. I wanted to be just real and raw before the Lord. I, yeah, in my body, I'm kind of tired physically. But I said, God. I'm not even going to use the energy that it would take to do makeup and, and, and put an outfit together. I said, I'm going to put that energy in service. Amen. Amen. So if y'all are just blessed and pray and worship and shift that atmosphere, shift that atmosphere, shift your thoughts, let your thoughts be on God, let your thoughts be on worship, shift your focus. Y'all focus is in the wrong place. I can feel it when I come in here. Amen. 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 If it were in the right place, the place would be on fire. But it's okay. It's okay. We've been a couple of places and 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 I I understand now God showed me something. He said, um, He said, uh, it's going to be hard for you to ever, and I talked to y'all about it, do a series. He said, a person that is prophetic, it's hard for them to stay in one place, mother. And so he said, that, that's why I tell them, that's why I, I, I have you to teach and deliver the way I do. But if we put the messages together, they all coincide. And so we are to build off each one of them. And so God had taken us, of course, to Deuteronomy 28. And... Uh, we were talking about blessings and curses, and I talked to different people, and they, they'll tell me, well, you know, I got this and I got that, and, and or, or they'll call me throughout the week and say, well, Pastor, I've been studying this, or, or even just ministerial colleagues or, or, or acquaintances, 
or, or you know, family members. I've been studying this, what you get from this. And I told him, I'm still in Deuteronomy 28. I said, God won't let me leave that. And so we know that we were talking about blessings and curses. And we know that people jump up and down and so quick to receive the blessing. But then we know as we said there were many more curses than they were blessings. Amen. And so, so God said, now, I want you to, to, to talk to them about blessing blocks on today. Amen. And he said, when you say that, you're going to lose a couple of people in the room or, or the people that's listening. You may be seated. It's just the flow. We're just going to go have the Holy Spirit lead us. He, he said, now, you're going to lose a couple of people because somebody's going to say that I'm living my best life and I'm good. Now, now we do profess that we're living better than we ever live. But then he said, you're going to lose a couple of people because some people think that they're good. And I'm not saying that God is, is blessing you and, and you're not in a better place. But he said, tell them that this message, as well as the other, applies for everybody. It, it's for everybody in the room. And so he said, tell them, we're talking about blessing blocks today. In other words, what's blocking my blessing? And for you people, like I said, they say you good where you are. There's something in there for you too. But we know John 10 and 10, it tells us, everybody knows it. Satan, our adversary, the enemy, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Everybody knows it too. But he said, I've come, I've come, that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen? You agree? So one of the reasons that we are to be serving God is to live better. Amen? It's okay. It, it's okay to have a motive for serving your God. The world has told you, you know, you ain't supposed to be expecting nothing. I beg to differ, mother. You, you can give with an expectancy. And so, so when you give right and when you sow right, I believe that you're supposed to live right, amen? So, so I want us to fully tap into this thing. But see, the thing about it is, Dakota, is that some people think that they're already there. And they're content and they're complacent. And I, I'm trying, to, trying not to get ahead of myself because I, I got to break it all the way down. But the Lord told me to tell you that Satan is on every level you achieve. So if you think you're good, beware. Because the enemy is right there too. He ain't scared of your level, hashtag levels, hashtag goals. It's the season, the type of season that I'm in. How many people y'all here today? The, the levels, hashtag, and God ain't did that. They did. But even if God did do it, he told me to tell you, the devil ain't scared of your level. Because according to Ephesians 6 and 12, the Bible tells me about spiritual weakness in high places. That's higher than your level. And, and some translations even go on, Pastor Jimmy, to say in heavenly places. There's a whole nother realm, a whole nother level of evil. And it's a level that you have not achieved. You 
But God said, let them know. Don't get content right there. An example of somebody being in the will of God and the enemy being on this level is Job. Y'all remember? The Bible tells us in Job 1 and 6 that the, that the Lord and his sons, and that word translated was the angels, were having a meeting. And who joined in? Satan. That was a whole nother level. Have y'all had a meeting with, with the Lord and his angels? That's an example of being in the will of God. Because Job was in the will of God. And the enemy still came on that level and spoke to the Lord. And he had to get the Lord's permission. But he still was on a whole nother level. Trying to help somebody. I'm going to take my time today. God told me to tell you that his capacity is greater than that level. So what he's saying is tell them there's no depth to me. Whatever you reach and you obtain, whatever your goals are in life, God said, I'm bigger than that. He said, I'm deeper than that. So he said, if you're not expecting more from me, this is God speaking, then you're already selling for this. Mm -hmm. But I, I want to make sure that I show God I'm grateful. I'm going to go there. Oh, the pastor, you, you have to be careful with that. I, 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 that I don't want to come across as arrogant. No, God is moved by our faith in him. God is moved by expectancy in him. And so God is saying, I'm trying to stretch you to your next. Mm -hmm. He said, tell him there, there's, no, there's no level to me. There's no depth to me. Mm -hmm. But then I, some of y'all need your pens and papers. I see a couple of y'all right, but some of y'all looking at me like I got five heads. But I'm going to talk to y'all with the ones looking today. I'm going to talk to y'all to see this word. I mean it. And see, when I'm up here, I'm not entertaining. That's what they treat the church like. I ain't up here to entertain you. I ain't watching no movie. I, 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 I can't get ahead of myself. I, I got to walk this thing. But he said, don't grow complacent in your contentment. Mm -hmm. Well, what you talking about? Ephesians 3 and 20 says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in us. But that's what he's saying. Where you are, I'm bigger than that. I'm on a level higher than that. He said, get up out that comfort zone. Get up out of that, that place of contentment. Some of y'all, like I said, have gone complacent. And Christians tend to confuse it. I'm going to tell you this. 
I looked up the standard definition, the definition of complacent of. And it reads, it's marked by self-satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Especially when accomplished and accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. You get it? Uh-uh. Uh -huh. But what he's saying is, that's what you think is good. And he said that, that and, and in the standard dictionary uh, definition, it's saying what you don't know is there are dangers of you being content right there. Because you don't even realize that there are some inefficiencies, inefficiencies there. Because whatever God, whenever he has more for you, that level ain't going to be the level to satisfy you. Yeah. Now that's complacent in the standard dictionary. And then, I looked up contentment. Hmm. If uh, Philippians 4 and 11 shows us what this should look like. But the dictionary definition, the standard one, is the state of happiness and satisfaction. Contentment. So you just have to get satisfied. God said, Christians, watch it. Because what's happening is Satan has creeped into your seat. He's subtle like that. And what he's saying is, you should just be grateful to you don't peek into your future. And what he's saying is, you, you, you good where you are. You got a little $2 pay rate. You good where you are. Work there the next 20 years. You could have been a had your degree or your business off the ground and well established, but you still there for that two dollar raise because you done got content. And you got satisfied. But God said, tell them I'm outside that box. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are, but you don't understand. I'm grateful for right where I am. You can be grateful, but still say, yeah, Lord, I thank you. And you did this. I know you don't, can do that. Because that's what he released things for. For He said, because the more I give, the more you should expect from me. Amen. Amen. The world has programmed the church, mother. And the world has stagnated. You have the church be stagnated. Because we'll get going into their worldly system. That's why they see you and they see you driving there. I ain't think you wanted that car. I ain't think you'll wear something like that. And I'm still got off. Y'all know I've just been talking about this. Amen. These folks got a problem because a, a bishop and his wife got robbed for a million dollars worth of jewelry. What's wrong with it, mother? Jay-Z can wear a million dollars worth of jewelry. Oh, they live in that big neighborhood and they're driving all them cars and honey, I ain't going over there because the world can do it. But God's people can't do it. The, the mindset of the church has been warped. And they have grown so complacent. But a lot of Christians, they have. They have confused it with contentment. They have confused it with gratitude. Now God said if 
y'all, if you appreciate me, honor me with it and trust me for more. I know I ain't going to get a lot of claps. Thank you, Brother States. I ain't going to get a lot of claps today. I might not get a lot of amens, but this is a strong man, strong word today. But, but he said, break it all the way down to them. Tell them they're blocking their own blessing. But Lord, I'm living right up tithe. Now I'm paying my tithe. And every time the pastor I go, he said, that ain't enough. He said, what is it that I'm visiting? He said, deep, everybody already know. Everybody already knows what they think is. But they come to the house of the Lord and play church. Amen. Now, Philippians 4. 11 through 13, it reads, Not that I speak in respect of want. This is Paul speaking. For I have learned in what it is to be, and no, in whatsoever state, in whatsoever season that I am in, therewith be content. And that's what he's saying. God, I'm grateful. But read what he says on phone. He said, and I know how to be abound. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And he said, I know both how to be abased. And I said, what does that mean? Because look at how it's written, scholars, when y'all get home. When he's talking about, he said, I know both. How to be a baby. I know. So I said, look that up. Look at everything else, sir. And that's one of those words that has two opposite meanings. Paul says, I know how to be humble. And at the same time, I know how to be arrogant. Mm -hmm. A base, one word. And that is called a, a country them. Is that right? Smart people. Or a jar, a jarless word. Is that right? A Janus word. But it means the same thing as fast. Fast to mean swift. Or fast to mean self. But he said, I, I, I learned how to be, I've I, I lived both humbly and I've been arrogant. You remember Paul was the same one that was killing the Christian. Uh-huh. And then he goes on to say, and I also know what it is to be a vow that needs to have plenty. But he says, everywhere in all things, and in all things, I am structured both to be full and humble. God said, I'm telling you, be full, but still be hungry, church. But he said, tell them again, daughter. They blocking their blessings. We're going to play. 
take this. Might take some of y'all a little longer to get there, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. We're going to Luke chapter 4. And then we're going to end up in Isaiah chapter 61. So what I want you to do is find those places and just kind of put your finger there or, or mark it off. So when we get there, y'all know we don't have to, we don't have to wait and people turn and turn and still ain't there and turn and turn and it's all right and still ain't there. I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance to walk with us today. And people get left and them big words in the service. They 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 lost me with the big words. I want everybody to walk with me today. Mm -hmm. Everybody there. I said, I'm going to show y'all what's happening in the church. And I'm going to show you you. And like I always try to tell you, I want you to read along and I want you to study and I want you to find yourself. What Jim is it to say for no judgment zone? Run up one of them. But we all ought to be guilty by our own conscience whenever we read the word of God. So you shouldn't be mad at nobody. No, not, not when sound doctrine is going forth. You should say, amen, that's me. God help me, Lord, to feed me. Lord, it's nasty. It's, it's hard to go down. But God feed me because I know if I take it and it do what it's supposed to do, I'm going to be better. So y'all too quiet. Because we get some real good word today. There ain't going to be a lot of jumping up and down today. We're going to Luke because I like Luke. I like Luke's interpretation of things. Uh, this is where his um, intellect was beneficial you know, for certain people. Because Luke gave descriptive detail. Man. Because when you look at Mark chapter number four, I mean Luke chapter number four, you see that Mark recorded the same event. But Mark's event in Mark chapter number six, chapter number six, to those of you that like to go see for yourself, Mark was not as detailed and, and, and he didn't he didn't really it wasn't descriptive enough. I see I I, I, I like to go in there and ask the Lord, you know, some questions like why would you say that? And why you pause like that? And why you ended that like that? And why you so so Luke does that for me. When you read his his writings, but in Luke, and this is a, a, a short sermon, so y'all better get it quick. I'm gonna take my time, but it ain't no a lot of material, so you better get it while it gets good. And Luke chapter number four, verses thirteen and thirty. I'm not gonna read it all, but I'm gonna start it off, and it reads, and the devil had ended all the temptation and he departed for him for a season. Mm -hmm. And Jesus returned in the power, somebody say power, power, of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out in fame of him, a fame of him, through all the regions round about. And he taught in their synagogue. 
being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath. And he stood up for his reading. And there he was delivered, there was delivered unto him the book of Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And he read, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And he said to preach, preach deliverance to the captive and recovering the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. And then verse 19 says, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows what that is already. And then, but the Bible says here, that he then, oh, give me a book, give me something. He, 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 some translations, when you go to the Hebrew, it said that he unrolled it. And he read from the scroll. But this translation says, but then Jesus read that, but then he, he closed the book. And he gave it back. And then the word of God said, I need to get somewhere so y'all can see because the people that like to stare at you, let me make sure y'all can see. It said that he went, he gave the man the book back, and he sat down. And what he said is, the word of God has, has, has come to pass. This, this prophecy has been proclaimed in your ears. But I said, but that ain't all. But then God let me see what Jesus saw, mother. He said he saw him in the, in the sanctuary of the room right here. And he saw him like this right here. And then he, saw, he said he saw some of them here. These ones just trying to analyze you and pick you apart and, and tear you to shreds and wait for you to say the wrong thing and quote the wrong scripture or mispronounce something. They're the ones ready to pick you apart. But the Bible said that Jesus just sat there and looked at them. You know how they do. Some of y'all know how y'all do. And then one had the nerve to say, who do you think he is? Then they were going to be lit to him. Isn't that just the carpet of song? But God said, I, I, I know what the other one of y'all is thinking too. Read it. He said, one of y'all going to say physician, if you got the gift of healing, go heal yourself. That's what he said. And he said, the other one's going to say, well, do for us like you did for the other people. They wanted to see him perform some tricks, not miracles. They wanted him to move the way they wanted him to move. And if he wasn't saying what they wanted to hear, but see, they were blind, and they were deaf, and they were dumb. Because if they would have known what it was that Jesus came to do, because he started out and said, hey, the Spirit of the Lord is on me, and he sent me here to declare. Anybody know what the year, that, that, that year that he's talking about, 
the year of the Lord. Anybody know what that's called? It's called Jubilee. He said, I came to declare it's Jubilee for God's people. He said, but y'all so arrogant and rude, and you try to discredit me and be uptight, and because I ain't performing like the other folks did, you don't even receive me. You rejected me before I even started to open my mouth. He said, God just exposed you. But he said, but, but, see, see, that's why I like that versus Mark. Because all Mark said is he went home and he was able to heal a couple of sick folk. And, and, and they didn't receive him because they arrogance and rudeness. But y'all see how Luke broke it down for us. Sometimes we need that thing broken down so we can find ourselves. But God said, tell them what's the subject. You blocking your blessings. The way you're handling God, the way you limited God, the way you discredited God and God's people, the way you handle God's house and the things of him, he said you're blocking your blessings. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord, yeah, but I'm trusting God, and I'm waiting on, God said it was right there before you. Sunday after Sunday, all you had to do is eat the word and apply it, but yet it's still in your notes. That's why ain't none of them, some, some, some people, when they get home, honey, I, I, it wasn't really much for me to write. Because they picked and choose the words they want to receive. We got to eat all of it. In whatever kind of patch, package he's sitting in. Arrogance. That's what I feel. When y'all be twisted, this is how y'all be looking at me. And not just me, other pastor. Do you look at your bosses like that? When you think you cute out on your dates, and then in the restaurant, fancy restaurant, and in the club, because some of them still clubbing. Do y'all be acting like that? Now when the DJ drop that beat, y'all gonna drop it. But you come to church. And don't let them get the blinking at you real fast. I know what that means because I blink real fast. When I think somebody's... But God said they blocking their own blessings. Mark said he couldn't. Read it. Said he couldn't do the things that he was able to do. And God said, tell that carnal person he could, but he wouldn't. And some of us, we're wondering why we can't get past where we are. It's because of you. You blocking your own blessing. And then some of you, it's dangerous because you think you're good where you are. He said, you're still blocking your blessing. He said, you, you, you jumping up and down and, and for that for that $2 grade, Sister Bonita, he said, I want to make you district manager, but you got to line up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. He's not about me. I'm serving. Cause see somebody paying you on the back and stabbing you at the same time, telling you you in a good place. Cause they don't want you to go no higher than where you are, and so you gravitated to that, and you doing the stuff that you used to do. Uh huh. Amen. He said we blocking our own blessings. I told my daughter the other day. I said I'm yet to get in this car that God gave you, 
and hear some gospel music. I'm yet to see you with your word. See, when you were crying, you were being foster. You were wanting to have come by your mamas. Mama, come on. We need your daddy. Come on. We got to pray. Come on. God done released the way your Bible had. Put the right thing in your spirit. God said you're blocking your blessings because you get to that place. And then the enemy show up. And then you start operating for the enemy. How? I'm still praying. Uh-uh. I'm still, I'm still praying. He said you're still operating for the enemy because you ain't serving me. You ain't trusting me. And so what the enemy will do is let you settle and get content with the good so you won't get to the grave. I'm trying to help y'all because, see, I'm tired of these folks saying what the pastor's got and what the pastor's doing and what they ain't doing. He said it was always going to be some poor monster, then mother. And he said, why? Tell them why. Somebody ain't going to listen and somebody ain't going to apply and somebody ain't going to obey. But your pastors, we going to eat good. I, I ain't going back to poverty. Where I am, Lord, I thank you. But it's greater. And I ain't just talking about the tangible stuff. Somebody good with this right here. I'm not good with leasing from a man that don't even acknowledge the voice of God. Set him on the path. He owning houses. And you know what? This man that owned this building, you know how many properties his, his land manager told me that he had over 300. The church don't have no business leasing a building from a man. Okay, y'all ain't there yet. I'm trying to help y'all walk with us because we going somewhere. Y'all got to renew your mind. And, and, and assume the responsibility of you being where you are because of you. And then like I said, somebody said I'm good. We all are living better, but there is greater. Understand that. I preach and, and deliver these messages with so much passion because the, the body of God, of Christ, is too, uh, it, 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 it's too impoverished. Yeah. We talk about that. We ain't taking no handouts. We ain't going to no soup kitchens. Even the house that I live in, I didn't build. So this ain't my original house. But this is my first home, mate. Amen. 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 Yeah. Y'all ain't got to clap. I'm just telling y'all. So when we get there, y'all will understand how we got there. So you won't think, well, they must be spending the time. Let me just tell y'all, half of y'all don't even give them. I knew it was going to get quiet. See, they scared to, 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 the pastors, scared to preach it. Because the word, uh-huh, every time you look up this church asking for something, they got, God said, they ain't supposed to have to ask. Tree of life, this door might be open, be closed for half a year. Y'all know how God does us. You're going to still withhold your time. The lights don't stop working. This got to be paid for. 
And I already say, before anything get turned off, me and Pastor Dick, we gonna work it out, and God ain't gonna let us go last it. But I'm just trying to, to let you know what's blocking your blessing. Y'all trying to figure it out? God said, y'all don't even get up from a restaurant in that real good meal, that real big steak, and just walk out. But you'll walk out of his house and burp and go on. I'm gonna pay my tithe later. Pay my tithe. I, I'm, we ain't having service this, this Sunday. See, I ain't, I, I ain't no hypocrite. Because I ain't always been a pastor. And God taught me this part principle a long time ago. And Sister Amanda, I know you are one of them that knew me way back then. And, and I was poverty level after poverty level. Then nobody helped me come out of it. Yeah, I dated the drug dealers, but guess what? They weren't giving me nothing but a purse. A purse can't get me where I need to be. But so, so when you look at it in the natural, I was obtaining things. But see, what people really don't know, it was because of me tithing and so on. Uh-huh. I wasn't perfect, but I learned that principle. I was where I needed to be, but I learned that principle about if I need more from you, I got to do and if I, you do more for me, I got to do more. And you look up, and I started out doing hair in my house in my private department. And then I got one shop, two shop, three shop, and then worked at another uh, a shop. And then that's the same thing for the church. See, when he's pleasing, you'll start out in your house, in a smaller room, in a bigger room, and then it's gonna come from the ground up. But you got to do it right. But people block your blessings because they're content. They're satisfied. We're doing things their way. I wouldn't be able to rest. I wouldn't. Knowing that I didn't do right by God. I wouldn't. And then some of them come in here. And when you come, oh, we doing good and blessed. Three hours later on the phone with them. The, the, the floodgates are open up. When they honest, because some of them are hiding and pretend. I'm good. And God said, okay, if they want to say they're good, let them say they're good. But if you want the truth, I can help you. I can tell you, if you come to me and say, Pastor, for real, we struggle. We having a hard time. My marriage in trouble. God's going to show me and Pastor Jimmy through prayer and fasting exactly where to take you to go. And I promise it's something that's going to do. But, but, but. For those of you that say, but no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I feel blessed. God told me to talk to you too. He said, your blessings come for one or two, for one or two reasons. One is to test you. And the other is to reward you. And he said, it, it's coming to you because I'm rewarding you. He said, tell them to whom much is given, given, much is required. And so when we read that, we ain't just talking about the stripes that, that Peter was asking him about. But tell him that God said, tell him that if I, I bless them good, they got to, to, to love and trust me real good. He said, I'm trying to pull my people to a place that they'll never just be satisfied where they are. Your age don't have anything to do with God. 
God is saying as long as you're breathing, he can always bless you. Somebody should grab that right there. As long as you breathe, you should still have an expectancy for God, from God. People say, I used to want to do this when I was younger. And God said, what stopped you or what stopped you now? I remember being at Jones and some of them people in my class were like 60-something years old. And I'm like, well, you done motivated me, girlfriend. And a lot of, a lot of times they'll tell me, you know, baby, this was to prove myself. I don't need to go to nobody's job. I don't, I, I don't have the desire to go to nobody else's job. But I got to keep moving. Because the, the, the way I, I stay alive is I keep moving. So wake up church. Because God week after week and when I read that, because we're going to go there now. We're going to go in closing to Isaiah chapter number 61. And I said, God, this is the stuff you've been telling me to tell them for years. And he said, uh-huh. He said, they jump up and down and serve and do all that break down and dancing and breaking down and he said they still ain't doing what they need to do. And he said that's why you've been already giving it to them since the duration of this mission. Six years. And he said that's why some of them still stagnant. I don't nobody have to judge you. Anybody with some eyes and you don't take insight can see. And I'm talking about even the ones with the pretty, pretty makeup and all that fancy clothes and stepping out. Uh-huh, we, we can see. That's not judgment, that's discernment. But the passion comes from your pastors because we don't want to see you stay like that. Amen. And a walk perverted mindset will have you believing that the people that love you and want the best for you are with you. And he said that's a part of the reason why they cannot receive it. And some of them think that they above you and I, pastor. They don't been to school, they done got some degrees there, they got some stuff before and after they now, that I probably ain't gonna never get because I don't like sitting in no classroom. I'm just gonna tell y'all. But I know our father has qualified us. So they can go get all the, the, the degrees and the titles and the positions and the rank and quote all the scripture they want to. Whatever God is telling us to deliver for this house is sufficient. When people stop thinking that they know more, can do more, or want to challenge their leaders, then they can grow. My grandmother had what, uh, maybe a fifth grade education? I dare not challenge my Because what she had that I never, I'm yet to get it, and I pray for it, is wisdom. 
She had godly wisdom. And she was able to live and live better than a lot of people. My, my grandmother, I was like, my God. Some ways we still living. Off of money's blessings. My grandma was able to retire from the state. My grandma was able to build houses. My grandmother was able to, to put purchase later. My grandma drove Cadillacs and everything, you know that? But what happened? That rises, prodigal, wasted it away. And that's why God said, I want you to be blessed and stay blessed. I want you to be blessed and your seed to be blessed. And that's why God is saying, where you are, it ain't good enough. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Y'all too still. It's okay to say, God, thank you, but I want more. I ain't going to the mountain. I'm satisfied. You ain't got to go go buy. Just go look at it and say, God, I want this, this, and this. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't, I don't pray like that. You ain't gotta pray like that. Say, I'm Father with you in heaven. I'll be that name, that kingdom come, and the tongues fall on you. Let's start acting radical. Every vision board that we ever did, see, that's why the Lord said, y'all stop dreaming, y'all stop having vision. That's why you can't see it. Everything that's been on, I brought them, I brought them over the years, everything that's on those vision boards came to pass. And that ain't the universe. Amen. That's the creator, amen? amen? But he said, you stop seeing. And that's why I'm telling y'all, Pastors had lost their mind. I'm just not laboring the same. We ain't serving no if you can. You want to know why you ain't got pants when you go and call me? I'll tell you what I want. Uh-huh. One with pastor. Where we are, and I got to tell, I got to speak to my house. Where we are and where we stay. So that's that, that, that slowfulness. And, and, and not giving God his glory the way you once did for your healing, for your de deliverance, for your supernatural qualification is over with. See, the enemy will try to attach to our babies too. Our children can curse our houses. Y'all know that? Amen. I ain't just talking to y'all. See, folks don't like you to talk to their children. I talk to my home. And maybe you're grabbing for your house. Amen. My baby was born with a disease. That we watch people in the, in the waiting room flatline from at the children's cancer clinic. And we then had to pass the hall where they were, were getting blood transfusions. And then when we go to our doctor, they ask how many blood transfusions she's had to have. And I said, See, that ain't the kind of guy we're going to sit on. But see, he said to Cola, don't get content and don't get complacent. And that's why he had you to look up what was required for what you want to do. And it says six to eight years. And God said, if you serve eight, eight to 12 years. But he said, if you serve me right, just like I jumped you ahead. He said, I don't care what the world and system say. He said, just like I let you leave, he said, I'll let you leave again. It's easy to stop praying when it's going good. 
Sometimes we, we just be, that last season be so hard, you don't even want to think about having to go through nothing else. But you got to remember for every season, there's different equipment. So what you needed for the other season, don't worry, it ain't gonna work no way. But he said, I'm gonna restore you. And I, you got everything you need to stand in this one. Well, I ain't gonna do that because I did that for so many years. I'm not gonna sit here and wait on this man. I'm not gonna do that. God said, be still. He said, be still. Because see, the enemy will bring back things to your remembrance to make you shut down and make you run away from the promise. But God said, remember the vision. That's why he said, write it and make it plain, Brother Satan. Because when you have to live that thing, it ain't going to look like what God promised you. Amen. That's why you be sitting in that truck, bouncing. Say, I received Pastor saying I'm going to get a truck, but I don't know where this truck going to come from. Uh-huh. Write it and make it plain. And especially in the days when they did the talking, they had to be real crazy. Read the vision. And you go and you get to smile because I'm, I'm just driving you to, for you temporarily. You just don't know. I done already met. You done already met your clients, God said. God said they already know. They, they already know who you are. And all you got to do is get the truck to work but it's already there. Y'all blocking y'all missing. I received it, Pastor. I, I receive it, Pastor. And then I go home. Let me see. Three hundred dollars for one fifty. And then if I add another note, then that's gonna be dead. My Lord. Yes. Who is talking to me? Help me, Lord. Your pastor. Your pastor said, we're gonna come home. And I'm jumping up down. Y'all know I love more. And then he said, I don't need nothing but an aluminum, a, 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 what you say, aluminum, both with a trolling. Yeah. <laughs> aluminum skill. And I say for what? Because I like to go to sleep. I like to eat. And I'm, I like everywhere we at. Some crocodiles, the alligators. He said, we don't even have crocodiles. I said, y'all don't know what's under this water. Ain't no snakes finna be outside of For who? For you? I'm talking about for us. And so what I did is I got the computer and I started looking. Our mind, the enemy happened so scared. I was like, these folks ain't even expensive. We talking about going to buy somebody used boat. Hand me down. See, see how tricky they hit me in. We said we ain't gonna stand in no soup kitchen line, but then we stayed there to go to the dealership and we, we gonna go get somebody else stuff. Without a warranty. Not knowing that they get rid of their headache. Ain't gonna get something new. So Friday, I'm guilty. We called the people, we reached out and looked at some boats. I was like, this all. This is doable, still naked within my means, see? And, and 
The man said, well, y'all, you know how they talk when you ain't talking money, they don't know who you are and what you got and who you connected to. Y'all, just, just come, in, come in, and when you come in, yeah, just ask for me. He probably hung up the phone, yeah, right. But something made this man call me Friday, and guess what? My way of thinking, I hung up on Friday. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a bill collector telemarketer. <laughs> and then the Holy Spirit said, Google that number. It was the boat man. <laughs> and so next week, me and Pastor Jim, we got to be right out of here. And God said, it, it, it ain't that you can't obtain it. He said, it's not within your reach. You see, but he said, I told you I'm up here. Yeah. I can do exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can ask for them. That's why your bank account don't reflect it. Your pay scale don't reflect it. It ain't going to never add up. It's going to take you trusting it. Somebody going to have to step out of trusting. Amen. Amen. But as for me and my house, me and my house, you better grab onto it for your house. I can't own it and, and claim it for your house. We gonna receive the promises. Look how mighty the word of God is. When you look at Isaiah, Isaiah is Isaiah. And so when you look at Isaiah chapter number 61, look how mighty God is. So if Jesus was prophesied 700 years before, he actually died. Listen to this. When they went into the synagogue, they didn't know what they were going to have to teach on. And make a real point. This man handed him the prophecy where the prophet said that he was going to stand in the synagogue on that day and declare the word of God to God's people. But the reason why he closed the book, he said, I know what this word says and what I'm supposed to do that the prophet prophesied 700 years ago on the day that I was just so happy to be in the synagogue, on the day that I'm so happy to be the one that's speaking it. He said, I know what this word, what word says to do. He said, but I'm going to close it. Because he said, these people ain't ready for it. And I'm not going to read all of it, but in closing, what Isaiah prophesied, and listen to this, Brother Maury, Sean, J-Man, um, Jared Jalen, Y'all stand up some. Maybe that'll help y'all. Yeah. What he was saying is, on this particular day in the synagogue, 700 years from now, the man of God is going to stand up and read, the Spirit of God is upon me. And because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, he said, well, there ain't these people. They ain't meek God. 
And he said, and, and, and he had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. He said, God, well, their heart's broken, but they hardened too. And then he said, and to open the prison to them that are bound. He said, yeah, God, they bound, but they don't want to get delivered. And to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So it will shift. And then when you go home and you read, you, you, I want y'all to read all of it. All of it. Because it tells what all Jesus was qualified to do when he went to his hometown. He was excited, mother. This is my family. These are my friends. These are the people that grew up. And then some, sometimes you just want to see them, see you do, do it better. So he just thought some of them was going to come support him. But the Bible said all of them were just sitting there looking at them, judging them, ripping them in the street. And he said they could have been healed. They could have been delivered. They could have been set free. They could have been uh, supernaturally qualified in areas. He said it was life changing. It would have been life changing for the entire congregation. But instead, they they but I like how God tells us, and see Mark did say that he just left with peace and he shook the dust off his feet. But Luke said, no, that ain't all, man. Tell him everything he did. So the people were going to try to murder Jesus. Read it. The Bible said after they were so mad at him, brother Satan, they all were going to lead him to the top of the city. And they're going to try to push it down. Y'all better get to know the real Jesus. The Bible says that he let them get together and they grouped. All the doves on one side. All the holy folks on this side. And all of them were together. But the Bible said that Jesus right, right through the midst of them. He said, y'all can't push me, y'all can't kill me. I'm coming to die, but not yet. And ain't nobody that's going to stop it. But you blocking your blessings. Amen. 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 But this word took me out of the beginning. So if that's you with the spirit of arrogance, pride, rebellion, that proud look, disobedience, lack of faith in God. And your lack of faith in God can go more than one way, but distrust in him for your next, your next level. He said these are all blessing blockers. And God said that you are responsible for what you have. So don't go complaining that you don't have more. Don't, don't go complaining, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of just enough. Oh God, I, I, I thank you, but you know, it's gonna be so long, only so long for that new car is new, that new position is new. It's gonna be so, only so long to that place in ministry is enough. Because if you are, are, are pastors over a group of people, that are stagnated, you can't go to your next. Just enough is not enough for me. Amen, Pastor. 
it's more. And God said that we are responsible for what we have. And so like I said, y'all know we ain't mean, we ain't, we ain't laboring the same. If y'all don't want to do it, don't worry about it. We're going to the choir. We're supposed to sing the day tell the choir. But we ain't finna get coming here. I refuse to allow it to happen on my watch. I'll watch. We're not just finna give God just whatever's left. So no, no, we ain't. This ain't good enough for me. I thank God for a beautiful place of worship. The spirit is in this place. But I want more, we need more. Because that would show me that God is present with us. Amen? Where we are, there's more. Amen? And we want to see y'all achieve it and don't get it and then lose your mind like most people do. Rude and arrogant and prideful. But get it. And grab your brother and sister by the hand that's lost. That don't look like you. That they don't 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 act like you. Don't speak like you. Might not even smell like you. Grab them and love them. He says, through love and kindness have I drawn you. And God will be blessing you with more. That's charity. So we thank God and we ask God just like what we are, we're just staying child Just make a make an altar right where you are. And if it's you today that has been complacent, that has been content. It's up to you to give it to God today. It ain't nothing that I can do to go touch on you and, 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 and grab on you and shake on you to make that change. It's got to be in your heart and in your mind. And so the altar call is right where you are. That's where the altar call. Right where you are, that's the altar. That's you telling God, yeah, God, I want more. But before I, I can even ask you for anything else, I got to show you, God. I got to show you that I appreciate it. I got to repent for not doing what I'm supposed to do. And then, God, I got to believe you for more. Amen. 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 And when you you give it to God, the people of God can just say Amen. 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 Amen